This is Fit Talk episode 94. Become what you believe with Joey Horniak. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Fit Talk. I'm Matt Waugh. And I'm our fit. And today we are thrilled to be joined by our good friend, Joey Horniak. Joey, how's it going? It's going great, man. I'm super proud to be on the episode, super proud to be talking to you guys and have a great, great podcast. We're thrilled to have you here, man. So uh, for all you guys who don't know Joey just yet, he's a fitness model and personal trainer who's also an athlete for our sponsor, Rise Gym Gear. So this episode is going to give you guys a chance to learn even more about him. And speaking of Rise, I'm just going to take a quick second here to give them a plug. So check them out at risegymgear.com if you're in need of upgrading your lifting gear game. They've released some cool new items actually in the last couple of weeks, including their own weightlifting chalk and the Monster Bands, which is their take on resistance bands to offer endless uses. So again, that's risegymgear.com. And if you'd like to save some cash, you can use our code FITTALK. All right, so let's get started. Joey, our first question for you is, how long have you been training for and how did you get started? Oh, well, this year it's going to mark uh, six years I've been training. I started, I signed up wow. at the gym uh, one, one month before my 16th birthday. And how I got started is uh, quite simple. Um, I started training because I wanted to get bigger and um, gain an edge with my performance for uh, ice hockey. I was playing ice hockey. Wow, just like Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very similar stories, actually. And um yeah, very similar stories. Uh, but the reason kind of why I got started with uh, training and weightlifting and uh, just the whole like uh, domain um, of that is, um, yeah, because I want to gain weight, get an edge with my performance. And I just wanted to pursue that dream of playing elite hockey. Uh, but one problem was that I was 99 pounds, uh, five, feet, <laughs> five, yeah, five feet, and I was 15 years old. I was like, you know, in grade uh, grade eleven, I was the shortest, smallest kid throughout elementary school, high school, and uh, the shortest, smallest kid in hockey. So, um, yeah, it was tough. Uh, it was tough because I wanted to really, really pursue that dream. Uh, but the one thing I was missing was size. I had pretty much everything else but size. Um, and I started when I was a month before my 16th birthday, got a program from a personal trainer in my area, followed that program to a T, and I just fell in love with more of the, not, not so much the training aspect or you know the eating aspect or whatever like that, but just more the transformation and the change, not only physically, but mentally as well. Um, I, I was able to you know crack the, elite hockey, the the goals I had with hockey, uh, I gained more confidence um, and just had more attention with my appearance and how I carried myself in public and stuff. So uh, generally that's pretty much how I got started with weightlifting and, and all that domain. And guys, if you don't know, Joey is like the most humble guy you will ever met. <laughs> Seriously, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. We are working with him like at the office. Uh, it's been a couple of months that we, we work together and he's just a, a good guy. So oh, um, if just check this guy out, like his videos are just honest. Uh, the way he works, everything that he's building is just is just true. And that's why I wanted to have him like on the podcast. So um, it's a nice story. It's a story that I think like mo most of the people who are like in the fitness industry, they, they all start um, 
because they wanted to change mm-hmm. or because they had like an injury or because they had like a background in any type of sport. So uh, it's yeah. quite cool. We had a um, couple of guests that it's a similar story. So, which is nice like to see that uh, a lot Absolutely. Of people are going through the same thing. Yeah. And like so many people, Joey, I mean, you said that you wanted to go pro and everything. And when you started training, um, that just kind of shifted your focus. Very similar to the way it did with Mark. For you though, um, was it a matter of you just enjoyed working out like resistance training more than playing hockey? Like what happened? Did you just start to uh, like transfer and do that more and more until you just stopped playing hockey? Or like how did, how did hockey actually end for you? How it ended is actually quite like ironic and very uh, like surprising. It didn't happen because I decided or, you know, it just happened because I guess, you know, the, the power above, so to speak, kind of just said, you know, this, I guess, isn't for you. And I'll just direct you towards I, what I think you have the most potential in. And what happened was, like mm-hmm. I said, I started training one month before my 16th birthday and started tr- training 16, 17, 18. And as the years went on, I continued training, continued playing hockey. And I always was able to uh, play the highest level of hockey uh, with my age category and stuff. Um, and then one season, um, kind of fast forward a little bit. Uh, one season I signed with a team in New York State in Syracuse um, to be specific. And um, yeah, had signed with the team, just you know, met the guys, met the coaches, the, the staff. Um, and it came down to uh, me like billeting with a family, they, they call it, living with a, with a family. Uh, that, right on. The te- that the team like, uh, I guess, hires or, or whatever you want to call it. And once I arrived at the like the house and stuff like that, uh, it wasn't really livable for you know my needs and and me going from like another country to another country. And when I you know when I got that disappointment, they didn't have any other houses, families, or anything like that. And uh, when that happened, uh, I was actually with my mom, and we just looked at each other and said you know, there's, there's something, there's something just, just not right. Everything was good except for that scenario. So we drove back, got back in my house. It was like five in the morning. Um, it didn't stop. We just went straight home. And then the next morning, what I did was I was like, man, I have no hockey team. I have no school and I just got nothing. So I, I was on, I remember being on my kitchen table and I was like, what do I have right now? that I could use to my advantage. What is out there? Because I couldn't go to a hockey team. I couldn't go to school because of the trade deadlines, the mm-hmm. um, you know entries in school and university and, and college and stuff. So I was like, what do I have that I could use to my advantage and, and just use to move forward? And the thing that popped up was the only thing that I was still kept doing was the gym, was working out, was eating well. And ironically enough, on that same day, or this, I guess this, the day after, my brother asked me, hey, can you make me a workout, a workout program? I'm starting working out. So I was like, yeah, I'll do it. So I you know, jotted down on a piece of paper the whole program. It took me like a week. And um, he still has that program today, which, is, right. which is awesome. And, um, and yeah, the day like after that, or, or I mean the week after that, uh, I got a, my best friend, one of my good friends that asked me, hey, can I have a program? So then that's where it really started to click. I was like, man, like people are actually recognizing what I'm doing without me actually like forcing stuff out on social media or on Facebook or whatever like that. And they actually want my help. And all those people 
like that approached me were the same people that I w- were with in high school and hockey teams and stuff like that. So it was, it was so awesome just to get an, a feeling of people come back to me and be like, wow, you changed. We remember you being small Joey. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 it, and it left from there. That, that's it funny because like people were calling me small, uh, little Mark. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, that, that's hilarious. I didn't. For yeah, real though. Go yeah. figure. But that's awesome because you had people that you knew who were recognizing a talent that you had that even you didn't even know that you had right exactly. away. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it just kind of snowballed from there all based on word of mouth. That's really fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Uh, and it just, it just went from there. So, I mean, when you had this moment that like, you know, you got back home, it's five in the morning and you were thinking to yourself, like, what do I do? What do I have right now that I can use? And I love that you worded it that way. What can I use to move forward? Um, Was there anything in your head? Was there, was, were there any people, any, any favorite athletes or any people who inspired you uh, to move forward? Or was this all completely um, like self-driven? Um, oh, well, you said it right there. Uh, I realized like today, I didn't realize at the time, but today I realized that I'm programmed to be driven. Um, today? Today. That's that, amazing. That's, that's how I am. <laughs> I, I didn't realize it at the moment, but I'm really programmed to be driven. Um, and getting back to your question specifically, um, I'm not a huge person that like looks up to another person. Um, I'm just... I'm, I'm just not like that. I'm so focused on like the narrow path ahead. And, you know, I encourage other people that do the same thing, people that are on top of me, whatever like that. But I'm not a huge person in like, you know, taking pictures of let's say my idols and sticking them on my walls or anything mm-hmm. like that. Because to me, it's just, I'm going to be there or I'm going to surpass them. And, you know, that's just the way I am. And it's not to be like mean or anything like that, but it's just, I guess. It's how you, know, you work. It's headed. how... It, yeah, yeah, it's how I'm programmed. Um, but when I was younger, when I was playing hockey, I guess my my idol, um, you know, in other words, idol uh, is was Alexander Ovechkin. Mm. Um, I looked up to him while I was playing hockey. But besides that, I don't, you know, I didn't look up at anyone on like social media and be like, wow, I just want to be like him. I hope to meet him one day. I'm I'm just not like that. Um, yeah. Right on. So yeah. everything's very intrinsic. It's just uh, it's just the way you are. That's a great yeah, quality exactly. to have. Oh, thank you. Thanks. So <laughs> going back to um, the whole aspect of training, though, how, how would you describe your method of training? Like, do you have favorite principles or techniques or uh, things that you always incorporate into your workouts, like any kind of philosophies behind Intensity. it? Like, how, how, Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Thanks. How do you like to train? Hard work, um, hard work. I love high volume. I love feeling it and trying to, to beat that pump or to beat that, you know, the feeling in the gym. Um, whether it's weightlifting, whether it's plyometrics, whether it's CrossFit, anything, I just like to push my, my body, my limits and my mind and just unlock different doors um, and keep moving forward. Uh, I love, love hard work and the hustle. Um, so I really, you know, formulate my workouts and the things I do around those stuff. And um, I, I guess certain like philosophies that I that I follow or certain like rituals, uh, mm-hmm. I just love to, you know, warm up or have like a good five to maybe max 20 minutes uh, alone time just to get into the zone. Um, and yeah. That's, right on. Uh, so, I mean, it sounds like you're a, a big... Um, 
I guess you, you prioritize a good mind muscle connection <clears throat> based on the fact that you have your ritual, you have your alone time. It's all about making sure that you're feeling the muscle that's being worked in question. So I, I'm, it sounds like, uh, that's probably, a um, a high priority of yours when you train. Oh yeah, it is. I, I, I love like, you know, I might not be eventually like after, you know, if we scale it on, on a year's basis, I might not be developing, you know, huge gains after a year, but the process is developing more in my mind than it may be physically. And that's what I really love. I just love the, I love the struggle, the, the fact that you need to push yourself through, through the, the hustle and, and just the grind. Uh, I, I love it because you can gain tools and those tools are going to be able to put you in a superior state over other people. And, you know, you, you'll be exceptional, I guess. Absolutely. Mm. So it's all about just increasing your own, um, your, your own arsenal of, of tools that you have in order exactly. to just, you know, conquer the world basically. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think I have like the, the same point of view in term of maybe because you're not like applying like a certain like workout training or a certain like method that will give you a maximum result. As long as you like mentally feel that you're pushing like the boundary that you're developing more your, your, your mental side of it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what you like basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. like he's saying, it's, it's kind of like a, you know, I, I, it's like the gym is kind of like your car repair shop. You're going there to get better or to improve certain tools or to repair certain mm -hmm. things that are not at a top level. So like he's saying, it's, it's really the mind and developing the mind and physically is obviously going to follow through and everything through that because the mind is, is like your strongest muscle in other words. And for sure, if you're, if you're able to, um, you know, expand that arsenal, like you said, with tools uh, that are going to bring you into a superior state, then, you know, you're ready to conquer the world. You're ready to keep moving forward and always be your best. Couldn't have said it better myself. And I like that you also mentioned, I mean, it doesn't seem like you're, um, you're, you're, you're very open-minded. You're not narrow-minded at all when it comes to training. Like you said, I mean, resistance training, plyometrics, what have you. I mean, it's all, it's all good. As long as you're moving, as long as you're challenging yourself physically, uh, it's good in your books. And I like that. And so yeah. with that being said, I mean, how do you describe your, uh, your diet or your, your approach to food in that respect? Okay. Well, with the age that I am, um, I, I went through a lot of like phases of like kind of testing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's funny that you're asking this question because, um, you know, I, I tested out so many things. I tried flexible dieting. I tried, you know, the, the really clean prep, uh, cause I did competitions in the past. Um, I, I tried different things and I guess the thing that works best for me is just having fun through the process and, uh, including things in moderation so I could always make sure that I'm on my game. And when I say that, it's it's not only being performant in the gym, but being also performant, you know, when I'm working on the computer or when I'm doing other uh, things in my life, I, I, I try to find certain, uh, you know, so-called diets uh, that go with not just the gym and, and developing my physique, but also to lead into a, a, a high performance with, all my other work uh, around the gym. Uh, but I think the main thing that people could could really, especially beginners, the huge, huge thing that I think is uh, the main ingredient is not so much kind of like following a strict, strict diet, but it's most like, it's, it's mostly implementing the routine into your lifestyle. Once you have the routine, 
You know, you don't need to exactly calculate your foods. I'm talking to beginners. You just need to implement a routine. And then once you have that, that routine implemented in your, you know, in your lifestyle, then you're able to move on to other things. But, you know, changing your routine to get a new result is tough. But if you're able to do that, then you're able to, you know, keep moving. Yeah, because the thing, like you will implement the routine, but after that, when you will reach where you, you want to be or like you will just get closer to it, you want mm -hmm. to, uh, if like just to be more and then you will tweak some stuff and you'll be yeah. more precise about what you want to change and then you will just, uh, just become better at it and just want more, you know, so. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so by routine, do you mean um, the way that you eat in the first place? Or like I, uh, no, I, how, I just, how often or quantities, like things like that? No, it's not so much about the quantities or anything like that or going all like, you know, stressing about, you know, am I eating the right foods at the right time or anything like that? Yeah. But I think it's just to start off, it's really just being able to implement the routine of, say, preparing your meals in advance and, mm. and following that structure. And once your body and mind adapts to that routine and you're able to like patch it in you, and like program it inside you. It just becomes really, a habit. It becomes a habit, exactly, and, and it's easy. And once you have that with you, like Mark said, you're able to really tweak certain things in regards to improving or, you know, focusing on your weak points, et cetera, so. Okay, and uh, so what about your approach to supplementation? Are you a, a supplement junkie? Do you take everything under the sun or do you take as little, as minimal things as possible? What's your, what's your stack, let's say? Definitely not a, not a supplement junkie. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely not that. I'm, I'm very minimal on my supplementation. I like to get, I get, I like to get my nutrients and, and stuff like that through food. Um, but, you know, I don't, I don't cut it out uh, because it could supplement me and aid me with, with certain things and schedule and stuff like that. But I do really, like a staple is most likely like multivitamins, uh, fish mm -hmm. oils, uh, maybe vitamin C and, you know, protein powder if ever, you know, I, I need it to aid me with my schedule and throughout the day and stuff. Right on, right on. Okay, so let's talk about Rise. I mean, we're all, <laughs> all three of us here are quite familiar with the company. Right, so right. Um, how did you first come into contact with Rise and your eventual sponsorship? Like, tell us about it. Whew. Okay, well, um, yeah, it's pretty crazy how I'm, you know, talking to you guys and now I'm, I'm part of that, that team and stuff like that. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, how I got, how I kind of like got in contact or how we got in contact was um, I had received a pair of, um, lifting straps um, to aid me with my training and, and stuff. And then I remember taking a picture at my gym. I was with one of my friends. He took a picture and I was like, you know what? I'll promote their stuff because it, 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 you know, I, I like their, their, their stuff during that workout. So I was like, I'll take a picture, post it on my social media. And then I, I think when I woke up like the day after, uh, Rise had shared my picture and tagged me and uh, not too long after uh, the CEO Rise uh, got in contact me and was like, uh, you know, do you, do you want a pair of uh, lifting straps and stuff to try them out? And I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, like send me over and stuff like that. And uh, and then it just kind of went through there and um, and I kind of, uh, yeah, just used their stuff. Um, loved it, uh, loved the look, loved the message, uh, the quality that, you know, was helping with my workouts and other people saw me in the gym and and all that with, uh, with their gear and their t-shirts and, um, and now I'm here today as as part of uh, as part of Rise, which is really cool because I you know I, I love their vision and um, you know I guess they they saw 
maybe my vision as well matched up with them and um yeah 100% man i mean you got to you got to agree with the uh the statement and uh, the look and the feel and the attitude towards uh sponsorship and that's why um before mark had even uh partnered with uh with tony um you know we were thrilled to have them as uh, sponsors for the podcast in the first place simply because it just matched up so well with uh what we believe and what we see for what a company like that should be like so yeah uh cheers cheers to you on that one my man Thanks. but uh yeah, you take on a lot, you know what I mean? Like between, I know you have your own website, you uh, put out YouTube videos as well, uh, your social media, which has been growing as well. And so with all this going on, I mean, what's your, what, what is the goal right now? What, what, what is your ultimate vision or your, your dream? You know what I mean? Man, that's a very, very broad it's a loaded question. question. Yeah, yeah huh? it's a loaded <laughs> question. It's a, it's a broad question. And um, to really answer that, like you said, you know, I do have a lot of things, a lot of stuff that I'm, you know, pursuing. There's a lot going on. A lot going on, but the the dream is very, it's, it's a bit blurry. Um, it's not really written down exactly how I want it to, to go uh, because I know it's not going to go exactly how I want it to go. And that's just part of my dream. Um, but to really get specific on that is this is going to sound, you know, it's going to sound crazy, but simply said, like I, I, I'm trying to find kind of like, I'm trying to find the, the password or like the algorithm of, of life. I'm just, you know, every night, every day I'm, I'm trying, I look at things, I analyze things and I try to, I'm trying to, you know, at night I'm trying to put all those papers together and all those thoughts together to, to create something really crazy and just to change the world and not necessarily in fitness, but just to really get to each person. And it's not so much for like the money or the fame, but it's just the feeling of, of, of the process to get there. And then people realizing, wow, he wasn't so out of his, uh, out of his mind after all. <laughs> and you know, yeah, exactly. And you, you no, know, I love that. Yeah. And that's just how I am. I'm, I'm wired to be driven. And I know that one day, whether it's 30 years old, 40, 50, 60, um, there's going to be a moment where, you know, something's going to happen without me knowing exactly what, what how it's going to go about, but something's going to happen where I'm going to have an effect all, all around the globe. And that's just how I think it. I, I can't tell many people ab about it because they, they look at me and be like, oh, come on. Like, you know, you're just 21 and you're in your room all day. Like, but that's just, that's just how I am. And I'm supposed to go through like the struggle and the hustle and everything until that happens. And you got to start somewhere. Got to start somewhere and have, have a vision and a belief. And, you know, that, that's what I am. I'm, I'm really... Mm -hmm. I, can, I can relate to that because uh, Mark knows, it, man. That's well, where yeah, you are. It's funny because he's one of the only people I'm able to talk to about that, and he's not going to look at me like as if I'm a nut bar, but he's going to look at me as if like, yeah, like it, it, it's possible. It's 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 going to happen. Like there's no, there's nothing that's not going to happen. Like mm -hmm. why can't it happen? As long that's, as that's you can believe it believe it apply the hard work and know that it's going to be a struggle to get there but that's what's cool the, but the, the thing is like 99.9 percent .9 of people like 99 percent. i don't even know like the percentage but like not a lot of people think that they can do amazing thing they don't believe that they can do it but 
when you surround yourself with crazy people like that, that's how you, you can make something like magical. You can make something like amazing. And that, that's what I did like at first, like when I started, I was like in the early stages of like the fitness world as people know right now. And like just taking a selfie was being douchey, you know. It was so taboo and it's like, it's, how? why would you do that? That's yeah, so, and it yeah. was just eight after eight after eight and like people were like maybe like too shy or they were too afraid of like doing crazy stuff to, mm. to, to have an impact and I remember like my first video was just like, I will become like the top of the world, you know, it was just yep. that, I was just driven and I had no particular reason, I had no intention of like making money, I had no intention of building brands, I have no intention of uh, doing what I'm doing right now, but I knew that I would do something nice for people and my only goal was just to inspire them. I don't know how I would do it, but now now I know, you know, I, I'm living it like in the in the present moment and so many hours in my room at my mother's house and my father's <laughs> house, just so many, like people cannot even imagine. I was working like 18 to 20 hours a day, nonstop, sleeping four hours, nonstop. It was just that during three years. It's Unt I mean Until like right now I'm in my huge <laughs> office, I have like people who work with me and it's even crazier because I can do bigger things because I have like the funding, I have like the ideas, I have like the bigger picture because now I realize where I'm going, but the grind was real like for three years, you know, it was just insane. Yeah, exactly. And and it's the grind, like you said, it's the grind, having a crazy extreme mindset and man, it's it's just crazy. I think like the process is so much more like, you know, thrilling and, and addicting. It's the process that's really addicting and being able to achieve something and then getting that feeling inside of you and then keep moving forward to get that feeling, get that feeling and keep keep on doing that. And it's crazy because Mark and I don't live far from each other and it's crazy how, like, you know, he's sitting right in front of me that that person has similar a similar mindset like me and not, Everybody I go like went to school with, uh, surround myself with, it's not the same. And it, it, I don't. There's a reason behind him and I being in the same type of shadow of you know living close together. Um, Rise picking, picking us up, and just things like that. And um, it's it's kind of funny. It's it's uh, it's funny, but it's only in like 10, 15, 20 years that we're gonna realize why. Um, yeah, you you never know. Like never you, know. There's always something that happened for for a reason. Like everything happened yep. for a reason. It's just just the way it is. Yeah, exactly. It can be hard to uh, understand what it is in some certain moments, but I mean, everything does happen for a reason. And I mean, on the subject of the grind and everything, Joey, and, and yeah. you know, you being very similar to, to where Mark was, you know, I mean, you're still, you. it's the working out of your room kind of thing. You're just pouring yeah. in the hours and something good's going to happen. So with everything going on right now, what is your actual approach uh, and philosophy to business and entrepreneurship? That's a big word. Entrepreneurship is a big, big word. And mm -hmm. when I see entrepreneurship, it's 18 hours of work a day with six hours of sleep, four hours of sleep, and really going through the hustle. Entrepreneurship doesn't stop at six o'clock or anything like that. It continues until you, you achieve, achieve, and then keep going until you achieve. And it just repeats because entrepreneurs love the process and love the feeling. A lot of entrepreneurs don't just like it for the money. They like it for the process because it's like a drug. Um, 
and that's for me. And and second, it's just doing something that's that's that you're passionate about and that's fun. Um, so you could actually in, enjoy the process. And um, that's kind of like my whole uh, perspective of business, entrepreneurship. Um, I love that though. I mean, and for someone who's like in your position right now, if you were going to give advice to someone who's looking to get into, say, the business side of the fitness industry or just, just business in general, I mean, what kind of advice could you give to them? Don't see it as a business. That's that's the biggest <laughs> advice. Don't see it as a business. You have to, if you want to get into like the fitness industry, you can't see it as a business and make money off of it. Because as soon it. as it, mm. as soon as it starts like that, it's not gonna grow. As so many that's people like wrong, are like so so often that I receive emails of like their their first line is just you can get paid three thousand dollars. How do I month. make a? Yeah, or you, you can <laughs> yeah we will pay you a hundred thousand a year. Don't I, I don't want to I just put the, the email in spam, I just delete it because the, the what I like- Don't open with that line. I, that's, I, not, that's not what's important. I don't important. care of money anymore. It's even like before it wasn't like money and it never been like a question of money. But I mean, uh, if you want to have me to do something with you, give me your vision. Explain me where you want to be. I, I want to see how driven you are because you, you're not investing in the product, you're not investing, mm. even when you want to start a brand, guys, you're not investing in material stuff, you're investing in people. You're investing right. in vision, you're investing in someone who can make something magical. Because like, just for, for my own story, like MarFit, the, the movement MarFit, I created by myself like at first, you know? And imagine what like 15 people like me or like you, Joey, or like Matt can do if they all put their energy together. Yeah, and not you, just so true. Yes, go, oh, go ahead. Yeah, you, you you're not you, you cannot buy like people like that. There, there's a lot of people are they will just say fine. I will just promote it because I have followers, and I will make like yeah. quick money. It will be easy money. But if you want to create something epic, you have to. It, it's it's not something you can just invest and buy like that. It's you have to have like the ideas. You have to have the vision. You have to be to to be willing to not sleep. And we just say like. Yeah. Tonight, guys, like, and, and sometimes it's not even planned. It's just like, Tony and I, like, tonight we don't sleep because we need to do that and want to finish by tomorrow. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's being driven, as right. you said. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes you, you, out of nowhere, you just get an idea, you imagine it, you're, it's a creative idea, and you're like, you look at each other and like, okay, let's do it. And yeah, bang, do it. You're, you do it. <laughs> yeah. um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mark, but like, you know, Mark didn't, his first, his first, um, you know, viewpoint wasn't just, I'm going to start this to make money. He started more by go driving into his vision and from his vision, everything came along, it magnetized. And that's with, with, I'm just using Mark as like a metaphor, but like you could use within any domain, that's how it goes. It's like relationships, everything like that. If, if you're just focused on the path ahead and your goals ahead, money, relationships, positivity, everything is going to be magnetized towards that. Um, and that's how, how I kind of think. And it's not just, you know, if, if I focus on creating a relationship, I know it's never going to work because by doing that, it's, 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 it's forced. It's not worked. And it's the same thing in business. If you just focus, you know, I'm going to make, I'm going to have to money, 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 money. It's, it's not going to work on a 10 on 10. You have to just go with, like you said, the vision and invest in, in someone, um, and in the person. So I think it's, 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 that's the huge aspect. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. And I mean, you know, something that Mark's always said uh, for the last couple of years is it's not even specifically about fitness, like what, what he uses his message and his body for. It's just to be like, this is work ethic. This is what you can do when you apply work ethic. And these are the results that you can get. I mean, you can achieve anything you want. Everything is possible There's as long as you're willing like, to put in that work. Yeah, exactly. And for example, let's take uh, Instagram or any social media. A lot of people like will just see the pic, they will like it, or they will comment something about it. And sometimes people will just um, maybe bash about just the physique and uh, you you just love yourself too much. But if you read the caption, it's it's a whole different level. It's like just judging a book with by by its cover. But when you start reading the book, you can have a different idea. It's just a question of perception. So mm-hmm. um, and it's in, it's the same thing with any type of thing you want to create. I mean, you have to have a purpose of doing it. You have to. It has to be deeper than just the image you you try to project. You know, it has to be um, a big goal. I, I if you the, the thing is like. A lot of people will create just a product to sell a product, as you as you said, Joey. Yeah. But the people who will make a huge difference, they don't sell the product. They they are showing the dream. They are inspiring people, like through uh, the message yeah, and exactly. valuing the message and the core mm-hmm. of of the company. And exactly, it's um, you know, there's so many examples of high, high, successful companies. And when you really like depict on, you know kind of like like mash up um, and really cut through um, those companies everything is just of they're they're really reflecting the value of their message and trying to portray their message and not exactly selling the products directly to make mm-hmm. money they're they're kind of like in a way selling the message and um, people see the whole story behind it and like Mark said, start reading the book and um, get attached to it because of what's in the book. And the cover page, the cover page of a physique and all that, it's a reflection of either your hard work, the vision you have, or you know you know that person is dedicated towards whatever their, their goal may be or their, their certain milestone they want to achieve, so. Exactly right. And I mean, you know, we've, we've talked a lot here about mindset and goal and approaches to basically everything, an approach to life, if you will. So, I mean, with all that in mind, Joey, if you had only one day left, what is it that you'd want to accomplish? And like, what would you leave behind for your friends and your family? <laughs> if I had one day left, what would I want Just to accomplish? One. Man, well, that's, what would that's, you that's, do? I guess that's my mindset that I have every morning. That's the same thing mm. because it could be your last day today and you don't know. Because it's real. That question you just asked me isn't something that that's made up. It's something that actually could happen. Um, you know, this kind of doesn't have anything really to do with it. But I lost my dad uh, not even a year ago, and I kind of saw it in front of my own eyes. And through that, it was, you know, unexpected. That day, everything I saw from A to Z, and it was so unexpected that I, when I you know, when I got back to my house and, you know, months later, weeks later, when I saw that overview projection of what happened, it kind of gave me a different perspective of life of how this could be your last day. No matter if you're healthy, unhealthy, have the biggest vision, whatever, it could be your last day today. And I just do what I love most. You know, I work on the on the computer. I'm around my family. Um, I just do what gives, puts a smile on my face and, and what... what 
you know, what gives me the most up feeling inside of me. Uh, I wouldn't do anything like special because I do it today. I do. I did it yesterday. I did it before you, yesterday. You kind of live that every single day. You take that approach. Yeah, every and that's day. what's supposed. That's what it's supposed to be. Um, if if I put that 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 question or that message on my board um, in front of my face every every morning I get up, um, you know, th- then I then I would really push myself to do it. But you know, that's how it is. I have that message on my board. I have that question on my board, and that's that's what exactly what I did yesterday, today. Um, you know that that's that's how I go about things, and for sure, you know, I would love to travel the world or um, you know do all those those extreme uh, thoughtful stuff. Absolutely. But, you know that's uh, that's kind of what I, I I just do my day by day stuff because it's what I love. There's nothing more that I love than doing that, than doing all the stuff, being around my family, girlfriends, uh, friends, and all all that type of stuff. So. Um, so what, what would, would you say behind? you're most grateful for at this point then? Who, the, the people that are around me, the people who, who are just around me. Um, I think that's the biggest, biggest thing. Uh, your support group is huge. Um, whether it's your closest friends, your teammates, your family, um, that's huge. You can't, you can't take away that. I think it's, um, I think there's nothing, well, to me especially, there's nothing that kind of tops that. Um, there's nothing that tops that. There, there's just so much you can do by being alone, <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. it's not it's not even just like achieving stuff and like completing the next task, but also like the support, like the emotional support you get, the mm. uh, motivation, inspiration. You know, you're doing it like m- to to a certain extent, like to uh, to more than just yourself. You know, like for me, mm. I work not only just for me. I work like to make sure that. My mom, my sister, my my dad, people around me—they will not have to work at some point, you know. Right. And we can do awesome stuff because the I think the previous generation they they miss a part. I think it's not by judging mm-hmm. or say like they, they have it like all wrong. They they were super hard worker and all that stuff. But a lot of people they didn't like put money on the side. They didn't like do what they want. It was just like working and working the nine to five, you know, it wasn't like more than that. There's a lot of people and um, some people like in my family, like they don't, they don't have like savings. They don't have anything. And I want to make sure like, for example, like just uh, my dad can have, just live the way he wants, you know, for once in his life. Mm. Not having like to sacrifice everything for for me and my my sister, or just to uh, uh, not do the stuff that he wants. You know, he really like like hunting, for example. Sorry, guys, if there's like some vegan or anything like in the audience, but <laughs> it, it just like is his sport, you know. So I want to make sure like he can have like the best trip, you know, to to mm. to just put a smile like in his face and. Uh, also, like bring it, bring him like with me, like to expose and all that type of stuff. Who just making happy, like to see that uh, his son is able like to do crazy stuff, and at the same time that he can like, experience like awesome trips, you know. Because I know that he want, he, he likes traveling, but he cannot afford it. Um, so uh, for me, that's that's just my goal. I want to make sure that people around me can live the way they want, and and they are not blocked by just because they didn't take like the risk. I, I'm taking all the risk for all of them, you know, and that's my motivation every morning. Hmm. Awesome. And when you mentioned the word risk, Mark, I mean, for a lot of people, that's something that holds them back when it comes to uh, going after their dream. I mean, it's one of their fears and uh, bringing it back to you, Joey, what would you say your number one greatest fear is, whether physical or physiological or psychological or anything? 
<laughs> my biggest fear. Well, okay, I'm I am afraid of heights, so that that's probably in my yeah. Me too. <laughs> All right, <laughs> not alone. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, heights is probably number one of them. But uh, second is. Man, I'm I'm really. Did, did we do something? I uh, so, sorry, uh, Joey. Uh, yeah, about it's all good. I, I, it's like uh, when we were. <laughs> we did an episode on fear. No, no. I mean, we have an episode called fear. Isn't isn't like somewhere we we went to and you t just told me <laughs> I, I'm afraid to do it or something like that? No. Dude, when we when we were gonna go to Canada's Wonderland right before oh. the Toronto Pro, and I told you I was like, man, like I'm oh, terrified yeah, sure. of heights. Like I, was like, I, I can't go on any of these roller coasters. Yeah, <laughs> it was just raining. I was just, I seriously, I got so like, <laughs> s like sweaty and shaky. I was just like, oh my god, I, I have to go on roller coasters. I can't do was, this. He like, was so late, so you just and then the it all got it got rained out, man. Do you remember? As soon as oh, I pulled wow, into the parking lot, a, yeah. a huge storm came too, down. Yeah, it was just too epic. Yeah. <laughs> so we know for next time, Matt, that you and I are going to be in the corner and waiting. For oh, hundred percent. Just because we're going to be taking next time we go. To we're going to be holding all the girls' something. purses and stuff like that because, like, it's I'll like okay, <laughs> do that. There you go. But yeah. Um. Getting back to the to the to the question. Um. Yeah. Fear. Uh. Fear. I mean, uh, heights. Uh. Is in mm -hmm. there, but another one is just kind of like, grow knowing that you're going to be growing old and that you're going to die one day. Um, I don't yeah. know if I, I, I label it as a fear, but it's just something that I'm not anxious about. I, I don't, I don't <laughs> want it to come, you know, it's, it's, it's scary. It's, it's kind of, you know, it's a, it's a bit, it's a bit scary. Um, for sure. But I don't, I don't implement it in my brain every, every day like that and, and think, you know, I'm, I'm really afraid, but you know, it, it's there somewhere. It's, um. Mm -hmm. No one, no one wants to die. No one wants to, you know. Everybody wants to continue living their life and stuff like that. But um, it's, yeah, it's something that uh, I guess I think about, or you know, I, I do think about too about it. And um, mm -hmm. I also believe like in nanobot and all that stuff. So I, I just. I'm praying to you that it will release like a technology to <laughs> <laughs> make sure we can live longer and I will be the first one to jump on it, you know, um, <laughs> because there's just so much things you can do like in, in 90 years or 80 years or 70 years. And I want to make sure I can just experience everything that I, that I want. So I want to yeah. not only just travel to say, ah, I've been there and I've been there. There's a lot of trip. It was just that, uh, like, for example, like we go to Germany, then we are just there like four or five days and it's like, four days of expos, you know, you're just like half of a day, half day at just visiting a little bit, but you don't have like the chance to really like meet people for sure. Like in the expo, you meet people, all that stuff, but you cannot see like the country. And that's yeah. something I want to do more. I want to always stay like longer in place that I go now. So that's why I always take like a week or two. And even that it's not, it's not enough. And if I knew I could live like 300 years or 400 years, I would just take more time. To yeah, absolutely. To just experience like the um, the country or like the people, the community there, uh, as long as I can to uh, yeah get something from it. Yeah, yeah. Just live there for a while mm -hmm. and just soak it all in. Exactly right. Um, so Joey, then to uh, wrap this up with the last question, um, and you know it's the loaded one that uh, oh, we've all yeah. been waiting for. We I always close our interviews with this I know one. What it is. <laughs> if you were the last human on earth and had an opportunity to record on video your final words to share the most valuable information you could with the next generation of inhabitants, what would you say? <sighs> uh, man, well, hopefully by then. Um, man, that's, that's a, 
That's a really specific, um, very creative question. Um, it's the most loaded I, question of all the, the questions. It's the most loaded question, yeah. Um, but I'd probably record something like, hey guys, my name is Joey Hornack. I lived on this earth for uh, quite a while now, and uh, this is my last day, so this is a video I'm recording. Um, I don't know what you guys look like by by now. You guys might have three eyes, five arms, who knows? <laughs> and, uh, and they might uh, just be like the same, and they're like, no. Or they, like might not even, <laughs> or they might not even understand my English, so I might be recording this video for nothing. But who knows? Uh, it, if they did, um, I'd probably just record something like, like uh, you know, I, I, I stashed a treasure somewhere uh, you know, <laughs> with all the codes of, of life and uh, everything I did. And uh, if you're very new to this to this world, you could maybe get a you can maybe advance a bit quicker with what I created with what I did and uh, just pick that out of the treasure, whether it's money you want, whether it's uh, certain formulas of, of life or certain softwares or just all the things to start. 20 years in advance and uh that's that's probably the thing i, I would do so that you're able to kind of in a way live longer by being 20 years in advance and having all the accessibilities and uh yeah that's kind of uh you know what i came up with on uh, that's that's kind of what I, I would do some something really like raw like that something that i would actually say on video to the next uh the next batch of inhabitants <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. I always keeping it as a way that people can uh, keep bettering themselves. So even if it yeah. was the last thing you could give, it'd be how can I help everyone else get a jump on life as well? Exactly. That's fantastic. Everybody, we hope that you enjoyed today's episode because we sure did. Honestly, Joey, this was great. It was awesome to have you here. Oh, it was a pleasure to talk with you guys. It was an awesome show and hope everybody enjoyed it. As always, guys, if you want more episodes like this one or have questions that you want answered, head on over to fittalk.com and send us a voice message so that we can play you on our show. And be sure to like and share the episode as well. Follow us if you haven't been doing that yet because I know you don't want to miss a single episode. And uh, oh, speaking of following, before we go, Joey, where can everybody find you on the web? Uh, Instagram. Twitter, uh, Snapchat, just J underscore Horniak at J underscore Horniak. Um, my name is very unique, you know, it has J Joey Horniak. So <laughs> it's, it's not hard to find. So um, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, basically all the social media branches. Right on. We'll be sure to post all those links in the show notes of this episode. And uh, thanks so much for joining us today, guys. It was an awesome time. And we hope you were able to learn a little bit more about Joey Horniak. And on that, of course, we will talk to you guys next week on Fit Talk.